everybody, this is Tova from Operation Tube Top, and a happy Monday evening to everybody. Um, so, uh, what was the last podcast I did? I can't even remember right now. But I don't know if I'm going to be doing another one until the weekend. It's going to be kind of busy as of Wednesday. Um, but I'll try my best uh, to get one in, another one this uh, week. And then I think the week afterwards there might be just one as well, and then in kind of New Year time, there'll be a couple of guest ones coming up. Anyway, uh, I hope you're all having a really great holiday season because it's uh, two weeks from now, it's Christmas. So let's see, let's talk about Christmas again because uh, I seem to be a little obsessed. Uh, today, I actually changed my profile picture on Facebook to Nana, sorry, Nana Muscori, who um, I fondly remember listening to her Christmas music uh, with my parents. Uh, there's only one song, though, I can't listen to, and it's that little little toy drum song or something. It's, it just drives me up the wall, but Nana is a legend, and uh, I need to see if I can find her album somewhere because it'll bring back all the feels. Um, speaking of Christmas, of course, I'm still doing my 24 Days of Christmas Challenge. I have completed about 10 of them. I've got 14 more to go. Um, I will be completing... One on Wednesday, going to a Christmas concert, which I'm very excited about. It's a Newfoundland um, choir, and it's a free concert at the Votivkirche. I'm meeting a friend just before at Café Francais for dinner, and then we're going to head over and uh, listen to that and most likely cry because we'll be sitting in a cathedral listening to beautiful choir music. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. On Saturday is going to be the Hard Rock Cafe event for children with special needs. And I think we already have 11 kids uh, reserved, plus their parents. And there's a limit of 25 kids. So if you have a child with special needs and you want to meet with Santa, please uh, make sure you email them as soon as possible. It's a free event. Uh, and you can go and you can have coffee and uh, your kid can meet Santa. And uh, hopefully no kids are listening to this right now. Santa is uh, going to be played by uh, a young man that a friend recommended who is a uh, refugee. So I feel like this is a perfect uh, opportunity uh, for, uh, I guess, everybody. And so that's very exciting. I haven't met him yet, but I'll meet, be meeting him on Saturday. Otherwise, Christmas challenges. Tomorrow is Hanukkah, and it's actually going to be my first Hanukkah alone. Um, not that the husband's Jewish or really cares that much about it, but he is out for a Christmas uh, company party. So I think I'm going to make some matzo ball soup and I'm going to light the candles and uh, just uh, probably call my mother or write her an email. So what else is new? Because I have, I'm kind of coming down from a really intense, crazy weekend. Uh, I guess we'll visit that in a second. I was talking today to Office Twin because we were talking about Santa Claus and then I was talking about the Christkind, and I will talk about um, kind of Austrian Christmas tr traditions probably in the next podcast, 
but uh, there's one thing that's been kind of always been bothering me and nobody's given me a definitive answer. So the Chris Kind is the Christ child, yet the Chris Kind is played um, uh, by a teenage girl with blonde hair and has angel wings. So I'm very confused. Doesn't look like a baby Jesus, so I'm not quite sure. And I'm sure I've asked this before, either in my blog, maybe even on this podcast, if somebody can figure that out. So I was explaining that to Office Twin because he didn't know this. And he was like, well, I would much rather sit on the Chris Kins lap. And I was like, tone it down there, Roy Moore. Um, and he was like, no, as a child, as a child, not as a man. I was like, yeah, we, we I see you. I told him I was going to talk about it on the uh, podcast, so I'm sure he's going to love that, even though he doesn't listen to it. He's in big trouble. So, no, he was trying to say that he would have enjoyed a beautiful angel as a child versus a old uh, Santa Claus man. I told him he was wrong, and I called him a pervert. So let's kind of revisit the last few days. Uh, on Thursday, I was at work, and we had our Secret Santa. And this is a really fun event that we do in the office, and it's kind of grown because we've included other departments. And you pick a name, and then you have to go, and uh, for not too much money, you have to buy a gift for this person. And it's a really fun tradition, and... Uh, I picked someone I actually knew, so that was great. It wasn't so difficult. And also, I'm pretty easy to shop for. If it's sparkly, if it's really sparkly, if it's pink, uh, I'll love it. So I just so people know that. And I think people have kind of in the past been like, God, I hope I get Tova because she's so easy to shop for. Uh, also, because I tell everyone what I want. So we had glue vine in the office. We were all kind of hanging around, and then we got to pick up our presents. And... Mine was a little kind of a rectangular box, and I was thinking, ooh, is this jewelry? And I opened it up, and there was – it was filled with f fake snow. And I'm thinking, what? what's in this? And there's a piece of paper, and inside is the most lovely message. And I started to cry, and someone, who I now know who it is, bought me a domain name. So I have a, a domain name, tovamar.com, and – I had to kind of walk out for a second or go into another office to cry a little bit. I was so blown away, and the message was just so incredibly touching and sweet, and uh, it was just <laughs> overwhelming. And the thoughtfulness and the – I was just – I can't – I'll start crying again because I just – I was, I couldn't believe it. And when I found out who it was, I, I didn't even know this person very well. And I didn't know he had been reading my blog and I didn't, I would have never bought myself a domain name, uh, named after myself. But now I'm thinking, well, I think 2018, we might, uh, I might just create a, a website under tovamar.com and I can kind of put everything together there. I can have information about, um, the Beacon Beach House. I can have information about my blog. I can do blog posts there. I think I'll even have a, a merch corner. I'll have some merchandise. It's very exciting. I feel like 2018 can be a year of branding. Uh, I don't know what I'm branding, just a slightly not-so-Jewish woman, but I think this, this will be great. And when I found out who it was, I hugged him, and I said, thank you so much. I can't believe it. And then he wrote me a really sweet email that I got this morning when I was back at work. And uh, it's just I'm, I could not believe it. And people were like, Damn it, that's the best gift ever. I was like, I know. I don't think I, it's, I mean, besides the gift of my child, uh, I, it's really up there. It's really one of the best things I've ever received. 
And so I was, I, I stayed at the party for just about an hour and then I had to, I had to unfortunately leave and I'm just, uh, yeah, I can't believe it. So I had to head to the eighth district because I was meeting my friend, uh, Lily Pan because she invited me to be her guest to go to the, uh, ambassador's residence. And I've talked about this house ad nauseum. It's a new ambassador for Canada and, uh, this time it's a woman, and it's funny because we actually uh, know people in common, which was great. So when I talked to her at the end of the evening when I was heading out, it was just so funny to be like, this world is really small. And, of course, the diplomatic world is incredibly small. I don't think they want me in it. Um, so I ended up meeting a couple of really cool Canadians, and it, that was very exciting. Uh, one woman works for a company that I've been trying to get in contact with for a long time, autism-based. But at first, when she said where she worked, I was like, oh, I really need to talk to you. And you could see she was like, I can't give you anything free. <laughs> I was like, no, no, we'll discuss. But she ended up being really lovely. Surprised I hadn't met her before. And then I talked to a guy who's a historian, so that was pretty neat. And um, made fun of the fact that I'm not the smartest. So it was a really lovely evening. I got to talk to some friends as well. And then I think after a couple of hours, uh, Lily Pan and I were like, okay, well, I think it's you know time to kind of head out before I make a fool out of myself. Because I have this thing where if I'm at a party, I don't usually eat. And they had hors d'oeuvres going around. But I just, I think I'm like trying to hold my glass and my purse and it's just too complicated. So I was like, I need to go get some sustenance. So we grabbed a taxi and we headed to the 8th District to a super cute bar that she recommended. And the thing that was amazing is that they had dumplings, gyoza. And I was like, this is random. This is my perfect bar. If they had pizza as well, I would probably be there all the time. But I do love myself some gyoza. And I told the woman, I'm like, these are great. Where did they get them from? And she was like, I think they're frozen. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, tell me where they got the frozen ones. These are great. Uh, I had had a lot of wine. Wine. So we, uh, Lily and I talked for a while. It was a lot of fun. And then it was time for me to head home. And uh, the great thing was that I had taken Friday off, even though it was an Austrian holiday, not for work, but I took the day off. So the kid was home. He actually slept in, I think, till nine, which was unusual. He probably is sick. And kind of putzed around at home, um, didn't do much. And then I had to head out to meet my friend Deborah because I was taking her on an adventure. So her birthday was great is on the same day that my friend uh, was having his 40th. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take you out for an adventure day. And boy, did we have an adventure day, day drinking, I tell you. Um, that's decadent and something that should not be repeated that often. So I had told her, I had told her nothing. I said, we're going to meet at 12 in front of Cafe Schwarzenberger. And then I'm going to take you to things that I find very important in Vienna or historically interesting. So we met at 12 and it was freezing. It was just very cold, but this is, I mean, I'm a Canadian. I should be used to it. It was maybe minus one, but Canadian, uh, Canadian Viennese winters can be just incredibly damp and gray and it kind of goes right through to the bone and uh, I don't have a really great winter coat I'm actually I stole one that I bought for the husband a few years ago it's like a pea coat he doesn't wear and I was wearing it for about a week and I was like there are not enough buttonholes I don't know what's wrong with this stupid coat and then I realized because it's a man's coat buttons on the other side so we it's all figured out I don't look so idiotic anymore when I wear it so anyway I had my big faux fur hat that I love and you know bigger the head the smaller the waist 
So we met at, met at 12 and she kept saying, are we going to McDonald's? And I was like, you'll see. So I took her to McDonald's uh, at Schwarzenbergplatz and it actually is Austria's first McDonald's. And I think somebody said it opened in 1974. So she laughed. So I was like, okay, we're each going to get a cheeseburger. We're going to share some fries. Let's get a little food into us because we're about to go on an epic tour. And she had no idea what was planned. And I had a whole list of places to go. We actually didn't go to all of them. So I'll save that for another time. But uh, that was our first stop, McDonald's. And the next stop was the Malteza Kirche. It's this beautiful little church on Kärtnerstrasse near the casino. Uh, and she had never been inside before. And I was like, okay, perfect, great. You've never been inside. So we went inside. We lit uh, candles. Uh, even though I'm Jewish, I think it's something... There's something special about certain rituals. And then we sat down, and then we were both on our phones going, this was our next stop, because um, <laughs> we're terrible. And it was absolutely beautiful inside. There was nobody else in the church, and it's kind of such a wonderful juxtaposition of a crazy shopping street and then silence in the church. So we stayed for a little bit, and then we walked and went to the next stop. I brought her to the Albertina Verstelstand. So this one is kind of Bitzinger, which is a famous sausage company, and it's a really uh, kind of neat little Verstelstand right in front of the Albertina, right behind the opera. I actually think that my friend Lucy, after she got engaged, they went there and had uh, bubbly. I'm pretty sure, but Lucy, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so we got a little bottle of Moet, which was overpriced, but worth it. And we drank some champagne and enjoyed being at a Verstel stand. I, I, I love the idea of having um, champagne in the afternoon <laughs> in the middle of Vienna. So after that, I said, okay, next stop. And off we walked and we went to Los Bar. Now Los was a famous Viennese architect and I think he had a love-hate relationship with Franz Josef, from what I had heard once. And Los Bar is the smallest, tiniest little bar, and it's just epic. I, I love this little bar. It's so neat inside, and the bartenders are kind of dressed like ice cream men, all in white. And really lovely, really nice guy behind the bar. We ordered some spritzers, we chatted, and then the best part, because it is such a famous um, design inside, tourists will come up and kind of peek through the windows and the bartender's like, yeah, I sometimes feel like an animal in a zoo. And then the best part is you would see people walking in pretending that they were just thinking about having a drink there and looking around, but they, I knew exactly what they're doing, but you know what? My mom taught me that trick. I think that was in Chicago. Uh, oh, what's that building called? The Hancock. It's not that anymore, but, uh, she's like, you go up to the bar you pretend you're looking for someone, you look around, and then you go back down, and then you don't have to pay. <laughs> I don't know if that's still possible. It was a great tip. So after Spritzer's at Los Bar, the next place to go was the Stephansplatz uh, Little Chris Kindle Markt. And they have some, uh, what's it called, beeswax candles and handmade ornaments and just beautiful things. And I was on a hunt for... Uh, roasted uh, nuts, but like candied nuts, and they're warm and delicious. So we walked around the market a little bit. It was starting to rain. We ate those. I pointed out this very famous Jesus statue that's called the Toothache Jesus, and I told her a little story about that. And it was great because she knows so much about the city as well that I was really happy that I could tell her something she didn't know, or else she was just pretending because I have the uh, sensitivity of a five-year-old sometimes. Uh, then we went inside to... Uh, Spots, which is just an absolutely gorgeous cathedral. The thing that I'm more and more shocked about is just how many tourists are in the city now and how packed 
the cathedral is. Years ago, you could go in there and there would just be a few people. It's just exploded and it's great for the city in terms of money, but it really, it really makes the first district a very different experience from what it used to be. Um, I think I'd go a little bit nuts if I had to <laughs> go through it every single day, but it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was, I couldn't believe how packed it was. So we went through the church and, uh, took some pictures. And then of course we had to upload those onto Facebook and Instagram. So then our next stop was to walk around a little bit. And then we walked down Naglagasa, which is this very, uh, beautiful little street with some amazing Baroque buildings. And it was hilarious because we were just starting to walk down the street and she's like, I've never been down the street before. And I was like, yes, you have, you moron. We've had countless conversations about what's in this shop. And then she laughed and I laughed and I said, I'm sorry for calling her a moron on her birthday. So we walked down Naglagasa and we headed to Palais Fastel, which is one of my most favorite buildings in the city. I actually wanted to have my second wedding there. And then when I saw the price said, okay, that'll be my third wedding location. Uh, but it's, it's spectacular. It's a Venetian. It's every, oh, it's just gorgeous. And they have this passage, this kind of shopping passage. And, uh, we decided, or I decided I was in charge, uh, that we would sit, uh, in the passage at a wine bar and they had these kind of like fur covered chairs and blankets because it was chilly, but it was great. And we ordered wine. And I think we just got so into conversation that we probably had a little bit more wine than we should have. And it was only about, I think, three o'clock in the afternoon. So we were going, going strong. So we talked for a long time and then I said, okay, we've got a couple more stops. And we had other, I had other places planned, but, uh, time is going by too quickly. So we ended up going to the Christmas market at Amhof because I wanted to get us some roasted chestnuts, Maroni as they're called, and a very, um, traditional thing that you have in winter here. And they were delicious. And then of course, a Catholic procession went by because December 8th is Maria and Thingness, which I think is Mary got knocked up day. And, uh, Deborah went off to take pictures and it was just beautiful. It was just a beautiful moment, a beautiful place. And I was like, Ooh, there's a champagne bar, but I couldn't be distracted. Then the next stop was to take her to Boxhorn, which is this tiny little Irish bar that I haven't been to in years. And it opened at four and we got there, I think at four, 10 and it was already packed. And so we ordered a spritzer each and went to the bathroom because <laughs> we hadn't gone in a while. And then we uh, stayed we ended up meeting a couple of really sweet Mexican tourists and they were asking about Rome because that was their next stop. And I don't know if they were too enthralled with Vienna, but I think they liked the Christmas markets, but it was their first time in Europe and it was just really, really lovely. So then after that, I had to take her to the last stop, which was Cantonetta La Norma, which I had taken her a couple of years ago for her birthday. Uh, and I go there quite often uh, with friends or with the husband. It's a place that I've been going to pretty much since I moved here because it was near Berlitz where I used to work. And I'd go there with somebody, uh, with a friend, and we would drink wine after classes. It was It's just I love this place. And it's been so many years that I've been there. And the owner uh, I know quite well. So it's, it's just great. It's a great little place. The pizza's not the best in Vienna at all, but I like the atmosphere. So we were able to get a table. And then of course, a minute later, 
uh, a friend of hers who, who I had talked to before came in and surprised her. So we drank a lot of wine and then I think we all kind of, well, two of us, two of the three of us realized we'd been day drinking a little bit too hard. So each had an espresso, some tiramisu, and then it was ready to call it a day. So that was the incredibly epic, uh, Deborah's adventure day. And, uh, it was so much fun. It was just, it was a great day and I hope she had fun. I, I did apologize the next day publicly that maybe I, you know, made her drink a little bit too much, but she's strong like me. <laughs> So that was uh, great. And the great thing about day drinking is that you go to bed fairly early and you wake up feeling fine the next day. Um, not proud, but it's Christmas time. It's birthday time. It's fine. As long as it's not a habit because I just can't afford it. Uh, neither can my liver. Uh, so the next day was Saturday and I didn't really have many plans. Did a little bit of shopping. The kid in the morning was kind of grumpy. He had a kind of a mini freak out. Sorry, I just going to take a sip of water. That's water. <clears throat> he had a bit of a freak out. We're not quite sure. It wasn't so bad. Um, they're so much better than they used to be. And um, he, then the husband took him to the playground and that seemed to kind of make him a lot happier. I think he was just tired or bored. We're not quite sure what the story was there. Uh, ended up giving him a some painkiller pain medication because sometimes he could have a pain that we don't know about. And I figure once in a while, maybe that'll help. And it did seem to kind of do the trick. So yeah, that, that was the end of his grump. And then I had plans to go to a 40th birthday, but before that I had been invited to a friend's place. She lives in the first and has this lovely place and it's so cozy and she decorated it for Christmas and uh, her husband was also hosting obviously. And I was the first one to arrive because I'm always on time. I had some Prosecco and then some other people I know showed up and, uh, stayed for about an hour and it was just really, really lovely. And, uh, I also realized that after a couple of glasses of Prosecco, I had to leave because I had to head to the party and I did not want to show up lotto at my friend's party. That would be saved for later. So, this party was at a place called Freiwild, I think in the 8th district. I'd never heard of this place. And the birthday boy had rented the back room and it was a great space. I was kind of blown away with it by it. It just, I was never seen it in Vienna. It was a really lovely place. And he had paid for everyone to have a drink at the beginning. And then there was food and the food, I actually wrote down the food because I was, I thought it was amazing. So there was goulash with like a pretzel and then there was veggie chicken and beef sliders, uh, which I'm a, I'm a sucker for sliders. I think there's something, you know, the, the fact that they're small, you don't feel like you're actually inhaling any calories. There was risotto and then there was baked chicken with a potato salad, all like little, little dishes. It was really, and it was really good food. I was like, this is incredible. I feel like Austria, they, they do this type of thing very well. It can cater to big parties. I don't know how, but I thought this was such a great place. And then there was a singer that he'd hired and the singer was great. Uh, there was no band. He just, it was kind of like a really amazing karaoke, but great songs. People were dancing. I got to talk to a ton of people uh, that I love and adore. And then I started to dance towards the end of the evening. Uh, well, the end of the evening for me, it was already way past midnight. And I last, I danced to one last song, which was come on Aglin. Any Canadian that hears that will be like, Oh my God, college. Oh, this reminds me of college. So we all went nuts. All the Canadians at the party went crazy. There were quite a few of us. And then it was about 
just after one and I was like, yeah, this is, it's time for me to call it a night. And, uh, so huge happy birthday to my friend. It was a great party. Thank you so much. The really cool thing is they had dinosaur cookies that you could decorate. I didn't get a chance to do that because I was too busy drinking and it was just really just lovely to see how many wonderful people there are in, in Vienna and, and a lot of people had traveled for his birthday and you are very loved. And that's, I think, a, a wonderful indication when people show up to your birthday <laughs> and have a good time with your food and alcohol. No, thank you again for the invite. It was, it was an absolute blast. And so I think I fell asleep around two and then the kid woke up at six and I was like, I think I'm going to die. And the husband was great. He took him out of the bedroom for a couple of hours. I slept on until about eight. And then it was pretty much me going from the sofa to the kitchen for coffee, then back to the sofa, then kind of sleeping a little bit. And then it was kind of, it was kind of touch and go throughout the day. Definitely was exhausted. I didn't feel too ill. It was just more being tired. It had been a really long crazy couple of days. And, uh, of course had pizza for dinner. Uh, I was able to paint my nails festively, which was part of the challenge. I read a December magazine, which made me feel like I need to actually up my game when it comes to Christmas meals. And it was just, it was a day that I did very little and I called it the day of shame. And the thing is, is that this is the Christmas season. This is the time that everybody gets a little bit hedonistic and a little over the top. And that's okay. I think, I think that, uh, by the time January rolls around, I'll be like, yeah, I think I'm going to go on a fast and maybe travel on a pilgrimage to India. Uh, I need to fix this up, but yeah, no, it ended up, uh, it, yesterday was a kind of a nice day to do very little besides laundry maybe clean a little bit. And I did wrap some presents as well. So I wrapped and I napped and that was great. Um, yeah. So this morning I went for a run, which felt great to kind of get all the excess out. And then I headed to work and then I made fun of office twin. And then in the afternoon had to go to, had to head back home, pick up the kid with the husband. And we went to the doctor. This is the stomach specialist who has been a lifesaver. Great. Um, what's it called? A great office in a little, in a little, in a tiny little villa, in a little house, no, a villa, uh, in the 12th district, I think. And he's really lovely and perhaps tiny bit of a crush, maybe an office room was like, it seems like every doctor you have a crush on. I'm like, I'm Jewish. Of course I do. Jeez. No, this guy's really, really great and really gentle with, uh, Raphael and with me. <laughs> I'm nuts. So, uh, yeah. As I said, concert uh, to Wednesday night. Tomorrow's Hanukkah. Uh, actually, Friday I am going out for Bulgarian food. It's a friend's birthday, and she's Bulgarian. There are a lot of birthdays in December. So going out for a Bulgarian dinner, which I'm looking forward to, a restaurant called Sofia. And then on Saturday, oh, yeah, my friend Lily Pan will be signing posters for the Science Ball. So if you go to the Science Ball Facebook page, You'll be able to see the event information. So I'll probably get there around 5, 5.30, have a little bit of punch, and then I'm going to run home, probably eat something, and then I'm heading to a friend's place because she's having a little Christmas get-together with caroling. I will not be singing, uh, but I will be enjoying people singing. I think a lot of them are musicians, so it'll be uh, like another little free concert. But I'm not going to make it a late night because the 
last weekend was just way too much. So I hope you're all getting your Christmas shopping done. I hope things are, you know, you're ready to travel if you're going away or that you're ready to kind of batten down the hatches and uh, stay at home. I hope you all have a great week. I, again, will keep you updated about my new website. I think I will be working over on it over the Christmas break. I'm taking about a week off, and I will no doubt be frustrated. I also need to get actually somebody professional to work on my Autism in Vienna website because that has been kind of a thorn in my side the last few months, and maybe I can do a two-for-oneer. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great Monday still. I hope everyone stays safe. And uh, have a great Hanukkah if you're celebrating tomorrow. And yeah, as I always say, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the support. Comments are always appreciated if they're complimentary. And shares are the best. So thanks again for tuning in. And as I always say, toodles.